SEP Fanfic Readings presents Accidental Proposal by C.J. Red. Chapter 8 Green and Silver The first game of Quidditch was Hufflepuff versus Slytherin, and Hermione laughed as she woke up to find that someone had sent her a basket full of Slytherin-inspired clothing. She put on the scarf and put the green leather gloves into the pocket of her cloak with the matching cashmere Slytherin green hat. There was even a silver and green blanket to help keep her warm, and a beautiful wool winter cloak, also in dark green. When she got down to breakfast, she did a turn for Theo, who was clapping, and kissed him on the cheek. "'Cheeky of you to send me these, but I don't think I will wear your colors when we play against Gryffindor, brother or not.' Theo snorted, and then said, "'I didn't send these, Myony.' She looked up surprised, and then turned as Draco sat down and said, "'I did.' She flushed, and then ducked her head, saying softly, "'Oh, well, thank you.' Draco nodded and poured her pumpkin juice, handing it to her while he quizzed Theo about conditions on the pitch. Ginny walked over in a matching scarf and sat down, grinning at her. "'I see they sent you one, too.' Hermione looked up, and Ginny flipped her scarf. "'Zabini being a git. He's going to piss himself when he sees I'm actually wearing it. Did Theo send you one?' Hermione knew she was flushing a bit as she said— "'Draco, apparently.' "'Ginny's eyes went wide, and she turned to look at Draco and said, "'Oh, good one, Malfoy.' "'Draco rolled his eyes at her just as Zabini entered the hall and said, "'Well, Weasley, I like that scoff on you.' "'She snorted and moved over so the big man could sit down. "'I look brilliant in green,' Ginny said simply, "'taking pumpkin juice from a sixth-year Slytherin who had poured her a glass. "'Ginny had him flushing when she winked at him.' "'I think snakes have the best table manners. "'Did you notice that, Hermione? "'Could you imagine Ronald pouring us juice when we sat down?' "'Hermione smirked as Ginny shook her head and said seriously, "'That would never happen.' "'Zabini said something that was probably rude "'and started serving Ginny breakfast. "'You will be treated like the queen you are here, love.' "'Ginny's smile was brilliant as she put her napkin over her lap. "'I am sitting here for the rest of the term, "'just to test that theory, Zabini.' His eyes flashed at her before he turned to admire Hermione. "'Ah, now you were born to wear green, sweetheart.' Hermione rolled her eyes, very used to Zabini's over-the-top compliments. Draco gave him an annoyed look, but otherwise ignored him, too. Walking out to the pitch, arm in arm with Ginny, the girls were giggling and laughing just as someone tossed a hex their way. Hermione, so used to fighting for her life, she reacted without thinking— tossing up a shield charm so powerful the hex bounced back and hit the Ravenclaw right in the face, where he broke out in angry welts. Ginny was screaming in anger. "'You idiot! Do you realize we could have seriously injured you? We fought in a bloody war, you prat! Fifty points from Ravenclaw for sheer stupidity, and make sure you hex someone who hasn't fought for their life next time!' Hermione was shaking as Ginny pulled her past the stunned boy. "'I... I didn't mean to make the shield that strong.' she said shakily. Ginny was red with anger. I am talking to McGonagall about this. You all should be able to hex the shite out of these wankers. Hermione was still shaking as they made it to the stands, moving to the Slytherin section. Ginny handed Hermione off to Draco, her face still enraged. Some bloody fourth-year prat tried to hex her, and it backfired off her shield and hit him right in the stupid face. I have to go tell McGonagall. Draco took Hermione and folded her into his arms, his face going dark with anger. But he didn't speak. Instead, he just held her and waved over Theo, who had been down on the pitch talking to the captain. 
Theo took one look at his sister's pale, shaking form and jogged up to the stands. What the hell happened to her? Draco knew that his voice was shaking, but he couldn't help that. Some fourth year tried to hex her. She threw up a shield charm and his hex backfired, hitting the kid in the face. Theo looked at Draco, his eyes widening. Shite. Will he live? Draco snorted. I hope not. Theo sighed and sat down, patting his sister's back. Well, she would feel fucking guilty if she killed him. Then his face went dark with rage. I am going to talk to McGonagall. This is getting out of hand. Ginny showed up then, glaring at both of them. I already did, you gits. She says that we can do whatever the hell we want if we are attacked, either verbally or with magic. She was really angry. She took another ten points from Ravenclaw. Theo grunted and pulled Ginny down next to his sister. Draco watched as the she-weasel frowned at her best friend, her face searching. Come on, Myony. It wasn't your fault. I didn't even realize you had your wand in your hand. Hermione was still shaking when she said, I didn't. It's still in my cloak. I just thought the spell and it happened. Theo whistled as Draco went totally still. Shite, sis. Wandless non-verbal magic. I didn't know you could do that. Ginny looked deeply impressed. Wow. Mom can do some spells, but just household stuff. I mean, that was a seriously powerful shield, Myony. Hermione gave a wan smile. I had to stop practicing when Harry and I shared a wand. The shield charm was the first thing I perfected. Theo mumbled. Bloody brilliant. Draco frowned, shaking his head. Yeah, she was bloody brilliant. But he held her close until she stopped shivering, and then released her so that she could watch the match with Ginny. Later that night, Draco sat on his bed looking at the ruby ring in a deep gold encrusted with diamonds he had picked out for Hermione. He looked up as Theo entered his room. She will hate that, you know. She wouldn't want some Malfoy antique, and she isn't that fond of red stones. They remind her of blood. Draco snorted and dropped the ring back in the pouch, tossing it into his trunk. I know. I'm going to have a ring made for her. Theo looked up curiously. Oh, yeah? Draco nodded. Something with protection charms on it, I think. Theo grunted. She can do non-verbal, wandless shield spells. I don't think she needs any more protection, mate. Draco glowered, staring at the wall. Well, I say she does. That's the second time some bloody cunt has tried to hex her. Theo nodded. I know. I talked to McGonagall about that after dinner. She confirmed what Ginny said. We are free to defend ourselves against attacks, including verbal ones. She told me to let you know that she was impressed with your restraint thus far, but if one more tosser called Hermione a whore, she was expecting us to handle that. Theo snickered and then lowered his voice and said, Handle it as a good Slytherin would, which means she wouldn't know a thing about it, were her exact words. Draco shook his head but felt a smile form on his lips. She really said that? Theo grunted and grabbed a snitch out of his pocket, watching it flit around his head. Yep and I'm going to take that and run with it. Got you a list of all the assholes who have been insulting her? Drago nodded, leaning back. Of course I do. Theo nodded. Good. Who's first? Draco's smirk was rather evil. I think we start with Ravenclaw.